1: Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America The noble shit-bearer of doom and gloom Opium-free broadcast most important hour of your day.
0: All right. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever we are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Tagliavia. Welcome to Mental Project Stanley Dose. We're live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And uh, I am on the road again, driving home from Minnesota this time. I was driving to Minnesota last time. I'm driving home, so no camera for me today, but you got me on all audio. And then you got Vince's pretty mug right on over there. Hey, everybody. And uh, what an interesting weekend. We've had a lot of various types of events happen. We know we have the Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline that we're still talking about. Mainstream news and media has not mentioned it at all. Uh, We got a a short video Vince is going to actually play to you about that with uh, a Harvard University fellow talking about that, an economic type of guy, an economist, Sachs, talking about how he believes the U.S. is at fault with this. Um, I know there's a lot of rhetoric going out there that the U.S. Navy was in that vicinity and the mm-hmm. U.S. Navy might be at fault. Um, I've been very much against this perspective. Okay. And because I am Navy, um, there's just too many hands in the pot for that to be true. Although it could have been a very, you know, small military operation uh, within the Navy that that did it, very possible. But mm-hmm. I think with the risk that we're talking about here, with how this could have been this could trigger World War III. Yeah, um, that's a massive improbability because you mm. know, think about like a Bay of Pigs, right? I mean, you you have these guys that are questioning the orders coming above them because it can create nuclear war. Well, the same yeah. thing with this Nord Stream One and Two pipeline is that if the U.S. Navy was involved in this and commanders followed those orders to
1: to. De- To demolish the pipeline, you broke up. You uh reception dropped off right there, Josh. You there? Sorry about that, everybody. Josh will be back as soon as he's in reception. He must have gotten to a bad zone. I, yeah, it's not me. We're good on the live. I'm
0: not gonna lie. Hey, it Josh, definitely is a possibility. Yep.
1: You, dro- you dropped off as you were saying that they, uh, if they were going to perpetrate this false flag and explode the pipelines.
0: Oh my
1: bad.
0: Yeah. 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 What I was trying to say is if that was a, if if they did that, okay. Um, there would be too many people in the chain of command that would say, no, there'd be too Mm. many young sailors that'd be involved in that mission. That would be like, nah, that's not going to happen. So uh, almost, or,
1: or say something. So if that was the case, which who knows, I mean, who's to say we don't have all the facts in front of us, but if it was the case, it would be more likely it was some kind of, rogue fringe group or something along those exactly.
0: lines exactly th- that would be my 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 sentiment is that
1: it's some type
0: of rogue group that um, th- that did
1: something like this mm-hmm. or it's uh, totally somebody else which very well could be who well, knows right
0: I- I'm 100% positive it's the US who did it I mean I don't think there's any if ands, or buts about that, but it's just who in the U.S., right?
1: Right. Hmm. Yeah, it's a really peculiar situation, and I hope it doesn't escalate to to nuclear war. I'm out of a different opinion, and I think it, it, it potentially could go there. We saw Putin today say, he accused the U.S. of doing it and saying, you know, I could use nuclear weapons because of this. Yeah. Not that he's going to, but he said, I can. So it is a bit alarming.
0: And that's a good possibility, man, is that Putin has warned the U.S. multiple different times. And we're at that point right now where, you know, Russia is most likely sitting on the defensive waiting for NATO to do something. We know that this Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipeline was an instigation of war because... We're seeing the U.S. And, and and allies and so forth blame Russia for this event.
1: Yeah, NATO, specifically, NATO formally came out and actually uh, did exactly that. Natural News reported that NATO formally blames Nord Stream pipeline damage on sabotage, but they didn't specifically say who carried it out. Maybe for legal reasons, right? Right. So that's the right empire. and go ahead.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And, and look. This is exactly what I've been saying was going to happen, is that mm. they're going to try some type of false flag event. We, we thought with all the rhetoric that would have been nuclear. Um, luckily, it wasn't. Yeah. But NATO will appear this to be, if they blame this on Russia, if evidence comes about saying that this is Russia, which we know will be false evidence, that this was the false flag that we've been waiting for, and this is how NATO gets involved in this war, because that would have been an attack on Germany. Right.
1: Right. It's, and it it just isn't logical that it would be Russia, in my opinion. And I kind of jokingly put a tweet out there over the weekend where I said, "What's Russia going to destroy next? Their, you know, this X Y Z part of their infrastructure?" The Kremlin. Just, just silly, yeah, right. <laughs> it's just totally illogical, and the fake news can barely defend themselves, which is why they ignore it. Um, it's a fascinating situation. What do you think about the potential of? Um, the cables that go across the ocean for internet being a target for a terrorist. That, that's a
0: big possibility too. Um, you know, when we're looking at what's happening right now, there's a massive war happening geopolitically. Yeah. Um, you have countries that are waking up countries that are out there right now fighting for their freedom and sovereignty What is it? Italy is one of them that just took back from the right hand side. Um, Although they are dedicated to NATO, um, you know they're 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 vowed to take down the deep state. Um, You have you know China, you have India, you have Saudi Arabia, you have a lot of these states. Mm
1: -hmm. With Italy, though, they did vow that uh, you know they would uh, head in the right direction, but then they also said that they stand with Ukraine. Did you see that?
0: Well, yeah, that's what I meant. They stand with NATO and they stand with Ukraine. Um, and oh, okay. I was talking to Kerry Cassidy today on Unrestricted Truths. I was hosting for uh, James Gunman.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, uh, you know, she says, I don't know what it is, but there's something about Ukraine. And, and I mm. agree with her on this, that there's something... Mm. Interesting about Ukraine. Yeah. Something's going on with Ukraine. I know I got some feedback here. I had a moth in the car and trying to get rid of them.
1: Okay, okay.
0: Like die on my ass and a moth in the car I had to roll down the window real quick. But um, there's something special about Ukraine. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm not one to bring in this whole conspiracy aspect of you know secret space programs, aliens mm-hmm. and all this stuff or or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. There's something off pertaining to Ukraine and there's something special about that place specifically that is mm. in control, most likely of Russia right now that mm. scares the living shit out of the Western nations and the United States of America to the point where they will risk nuclear war to get back power over the Donbas region.
1: So maybe in a historical way or something of that nature, who knows that that's true.
0: Definitely yeah, you something. know, we don't have too much information on it, and yeah. I know people have speculated that there's pyramids there or, or something like that. Yeah. We know that there's tunnel systems underneath Ukraine present from World War II. Yeah. Um, who knows, this could have been a, a secret you know, weapons facility or, or spacecraft facility for the Nazis during World War II. I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's something there that the Western nations want control of over the people in the Donbass region. Yeah. That's so important that they will they will risk global war over it.
1: Yeah, and that just means it's something massive, and I hope uh, it all comes to light very soon before this escalates because nobody's coming forward. There's no meaningful negotiations happening. All these nations are just sit, picking their spots on the chessboard, and things are slowly escalating day by day. So we need something, Right.
0: Well, we do need something, and you know, this weekend we had the the rumor floating around that Credit Suisse oh, yeah. um, was going to collapse, and uh, this is still on the table. They've they declined over sixty percent in their stock value, uh, opening today. Oh, so oh, this nice. means that they're most likely on the brink of uh, of a default. Now, what's yeah. interesting is the symbology of this because. Okay. In 2008, the 2008 market crash was um, started with mm-hmm. one catalyst event. and That was the collapse of the Lehman Brothers Bank. You remember this, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, the CEO of Credit Suisse is Alex Lehman. What? So, yeah. So, very symbolic nature there oh uh, of how history repeats itself and how this is symbolic in nature. Um and today, the Federal Reserve had a closed-door emergency meeting. The United Nations came out today as well during that emergency meeting and told yeah. the Federal Reserve to stop increasing interest rates. Yeah, I stop have interest- here. Yep. And, and the reason they said this is because it's going to bring about global mm-hmm. economic collapse if the United States keeps increasing interest rates. Well, guess what? If they don't keep I- increasing interest rates, it's going to bring about global economic collapse. And so here we have this double-sorted situation <laughs> that we've been talking about yeah. is that there's nothing you can do to save the economy. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. <laughs> and uh, we're getting confirmation from both sides on this right now.
1: Yeah, it's, a, it's damned if you do and damned if you don't. And it certainly is one of those situations when it comes to the economy um, where nothing can stop what's coming. What's that going to look like? A, a new uh, digital currency, crypto doing its thing. Who knows? You know, we already see the development of all well, this stuff. So,
0: I, Well, it's interesting you said that about cryptocurrency. So the Fed announced just this uh, last few days mm-hmm. that they're going to do a ESG social credit score test <laughs> within the Federal Reserve Banks in the United States of America. <laughs> yes, this is exactly what we don't want. And this is where they're moving towards. Yeah. This is ESG social credit scores being tested in the United States.
1: Yes, it is similar to communist China. I have the article by News Target right here on exactly that. Yep. The authoritarian Fed, and this is not the uh, this is not the crypto decentralized cryptocurrency that we want to be a part of. That's going to work for us, is it? This is kind of the controlled sheep version of that. It,
0: it, exactly. This is the centralized digital currency that is made for control to put people into a digital money prison.
1: My gosh. Um, yeah, the uh, digital currency is going to have a huge uh, part to play in the future, and that's a, that's a fact I would say. I'm comfortable with saying that.
0: Yeah, do you want to read some of that article, or at least the, the summarization of it?
1: Yeah, don't yeah, mind if I do. Our government systems continue their hard-left anti-freedom Marxist shift which is leading to the development of a parallel system that conservatives are flocking to. For decades, the federal government at every level has been infiltrated by left-wing ideologues who are authoritarian by their very nature, and now the Federal Reserve is joining the fray. As reported by investigative journalist Jordan Chatel, on his sub-stack, the Fed has taken major steps in in the direction of facilitating an ESG-compliant monetary network that effectively acts as a parallel system to that of the Chinese Communist Party's infamous social credit scoring system. Black Mirror comes to mind for me, Josh. Yeah, um, me too. ESG stands for Environment, Environment Social, and Governance in Investing refers to a set of standards for a company's behavior used by socially conscious investors to screen potential investments, according to Investopedia. What that means, in practice, of course, is that regardless of the potential for earning profits for shareholders, which banks and corporations are beholden by law to always strive for, these institutions instead only invest in politically correct industries and sectors. No fossil fuels, for instance, as oil and gas are so... Uh, early 2000s no big tobacco no and nothing that has anything to do with israel just name a few because the hard left is comprised of true bigots and racists obviously this is a very uh right leaning article but it's very it's (laughs) they're not they're not wrong is the thing so in my opinion um i sort of agree with this um well you know in the talk about the
0: hypocrisy of the globalists here Mm -hmm. Is this is an example I want to tell everybody out there is right now you have this massive attack on um, on on climate change, which is attacking people, businesses Mm -hmm. and corporations. Right.
1: Yeah. The Green New Deal. Come
0: on, man. Right. And climate change is all about what carbon dioxide emissions, controlling nitrogen emissions, these types of things, limiting Mm -hmm. farmers on the amount they can actually produce, which is hurting the global supply chain and food supply. Now, here's the thing. If you want to reduce, and so by the way, there's two types of measurements pertaining to carbon dioxide there's atmospheric carbon dioxide and uh-huh. there's surface carbon dioxide. Okay? Oh, atmos- there Okay. Yep. Atmospheric carbon dioxide has not changed in hundreds of years. Okay? Yeah. And so there's been no relative increase in atmospheric carbon dioxide. And guess what? That's where the greenhouse effect actually takes place interesting okay now the other part of this is the ground or surface level carbon dioxide now Mm -hmm. it's interesting because they utilize um various different survey methodologies with instrumentation to measure surface level carbon dioxide yeah now a lot of these scientific communities that came out and said that you have to do a broad analysis Mm -hmm. so this would be like in forest In, uh, you know, in fields and near rivers and lakes, not just cities. But what they're doing is they concentrate all the survey results directly upon the most population condensed geographics. Right. Which means that.
1: go Go ahead. Yeah, they'll use the data from a dense city or something to get data that's skewed towards their result.
0: That's exactly it. So the surface level carbon dioxide levels are actually highly inaccurate. Yes, they are increasing within the city areas, but if you do an equal pattern distribution amongst all of the various um, survey centers, you're you're seeing there's not a significant rise in surface temperature due to this. Mm -hmm. But here's the problem. If you want to decrease surface level carbon dioxide, there's the easiest solution in the world is to plant more trees, is to plant more plants and do this in the inner city
1: levels. Yeah wonderful thing to have in a city and one of the things That's about right. I, I read a lot of studies when it comes to climate change because i want to just be absolutely sure that um i'm not being misled by the fake news whether that be one side or the other um i just want the truth whether it agrees with my personal interest or not at the end of the day and one of the things they use as well to calculate carbon to calculate temperature and these kinds of things is dendrochronology are you familiar with what this is the study of tree rings <laughs> I was going to say the study of true range. It's ridiculous, man. It's just the accuracy needed to give, to, uh, come up with, Oh, a one degree change or whatever they claim in any study. It's just ridiculous. And then the time range, I could go, I, we could do an episode on it actually, maybe, uh, one of these days on a weekend or something, but. That would be actually
0: cool. Now this is the part that I wanted to bring about with this. Yeah. Is that, You know, Joe Biden's administration has been formulated around the Green New Deal, which is the removal of fossil fuels and fossil fuel companies and corporations. But economically, we obviously know that this is hurting us. And uh, energy wise, this obviously reduced Americans' energy independence because now we're outsourcing that to other countries. Mm -hmm. Um, And the the reason they gave is because of climate change and to save the planet and this bullshit. Well, Mm -hmm. here's the problem I have with this is the majority of the climate activists out there are from the radical liberal left. We all know this. We're climate activists. And I heard one the other day saying that these these right-wing oil companies are killing the world. And I got a message to people out there about these right-wing oil companies. Let's hear it. Every single major oil company on this planet, and I, I recommend anybody go out there, pull them up, and go research... These companies go up to ya- finance.yahoo.com and find out who the major- majority shareholder is of these companies. What you'll find is it's BlackRock, Vanguard, and State Street. Now, what's interesting about that is State Street has two percentage, two of the highest percentage owners are Vanguard and BlackRock, so they don't even count as a third entity. Primary entities are BlackRock and Vanguard. Yeah. Of which Vanguard, we don't know who owns them.
1: It's anonymous. And
0: BlackRock is partially owned by BlackRock. Or so, Vanguard. Right. And yeah. so on top of this, there's this other part of mm-hmm. They own these oil and gas companies. Okay. Larry Fink, the CEO of BlackRock, is on the board of directors of the World Economic Forum who's pushing the global climate change agenda. It seems mm-hmm. to me what they're doing is really killing an industry and a market and then... Centralizing their assets around it to control the market entirely.
1: Yeah, it's a classic monopoly by the globalists. That's exactly they control what control every is. aspect of it. It's it's wild, man. It, uh, just real quick, Josh, I'm going to jump over to the Battle of the Streams. Uh, as you all yeah, know, go ahead. the Battle of the Streams, where you guys could participate in donating to the Red Pill Project on DLive, Rumble, and Pilled Live. We've got uh, I Don't Recall 22. Celebrating a 22... Uh, I'm sorry, a 7-month sub-streak. Thank you so much for your commitment. Um, DeSelt donated one diamond. RPG donated four lemon. Thank you guys very much. Hevsky donated $17. The sun controls our climate, not my exhaust pipe. Agreed on that one. Uh, Patriotic Pisces. Too. One diamond. Patriotic Pisces. Ice cream. Ice cream. <clears throat> Ali D donated three ice cream. Thank you, Allie and uh, Patriotic Pisces, and Enlightened Science donated ice cream as well. Thank you all so much. We appreciate it. It looks like uh, D Live's taking it. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Here we go. Uh, cookies are cookies. Karen Hair7 donated a cookie, and Daisy Chains donated a cookie. Thank you, guys, from Foxhole over there. We appreciate it. Hey, I gotta
0: switch up my audio okay. one second. I'll be right there.
1: Go ahead, Josh. I'll be here when you're back. Just, uh, t- just chime in here. Thank you all for your donations. We really appreciate that. Um, So while we're on the topic of these globalists and stuff, I thought I'd talk about this bug-eating agenda that's being perpetrated. And if, Josh, you're listening, then hear this. This is insane. This this is a really great article by Newspunch titled World Economic Forum Insider Reveals Bug-Eating Agenda is About Destroying the Human Soul. And it goes into depth about a lot... Of having to do with these bugs.
0: All right, Vince, can you hear me now?
1: Yes, I hear you loud and clear.
0: <clears throat> All right, cool. I had, my, my headset died, so I had to go to regular just speakerphone, so hopefully the audio isn't too terrible.
1: Nope, it's coming through nice, loud, and clear. Um, I was just talking about this World Economic Forum bug-eating craziness. This article is really in-depth. gives a couple interesting things. Uh, just basically it's talking about how the World Economic Forum is push, pushing this uh, illogical agenda? Well, so yeah.
0: you know, Vince, I think that there's more to this than meets the eye.
1: With the buggy and
0: the yeah, the whole bug eating. Okay, is number one they want to control the food supply. Yeah. Okay, control the food, control the water, control the people. We know this.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And I'm going to be, I, from everything I've studied and researched over my two plus decades of doing this, my, my, I guess my professional or expert opinion on this right now, and I'll tell everybody here at the Red Pill Project, yeah. is that we are dealing with some type of foreign enemy that is terraforming our planet and at the same time reducing our population, Mm. it's possible, man. And I don't think they're from here. They're so That's my honest opinion.
1: It's possible. I mean, the military came out and says, yeah, there's UFOs. Actually, we don't know what the heck they are. We have all this weirdness happening. These people are just absolutely sick and evil with the whole depopulation agenda. No science right, it... to back a lot of these things that are pushing climate change to bug eating, which is a part of the climate change thing. So there has to be a bigger picture here. And it's so demoralizing and sick. And it goes into the psychological aspect of all this as well. It just really is disturbing. Well,
0: I, I recommend people go watch a documentary on Amazon Prime called yeah. The
1: Observers. The Observers.
0: It came out last year. Um, and it's about the, uh, the Pentagon 8 tip Program, UAPs. Uh-huh. Lyndon Bolton Howe, who I respect highly in the world on uh, the topic Mm -hmm. of UFOs, alien abductions, um, who has talked to countless whistleblowers is in the, uh, in the documentary. And she gives some really credible information pertaining to secret space program, um, three alien races that are operating on this planet right now. They're all in a battle and a war for control over humanity. Um, And I'll tell you, like, I've been very skeptical on this topic, but I've came across a lot of evidence and, and a lot of people talking about this recently mm-hmm. that makes me begin to believe that this is very, very true, that there's some truth in this story. And I do believe that we're in the midst of a terraforming operation on this planet and they're reducing the population, something well, very similar possibly to Jupiter Ascending.
1: I'm going to go ahead and go out and say this, and I apologize if if, it's, if anybody's... Disagrees, but wouldn't that uh, definitely entail this being biblical by a lot of people's interpretations of what biblical could possibly be? If that were the truth, absolutely.
0: You know, absolutely, because you know the demons of the ancient world could easily be portrayed as these these evil alien, highly technologically advanced entities, or vice versa, these highly technological you know, advanced entities are, could potentially be the demons of the Bible. So it's a very good possibility.
1: Man. I think so too. Actually, I agree with you on that, man. It is a possibility. I'm not going to say it's not. And actually it's probably more of a possibility than, Oh, you know, this is just normal life or I don't know the other, the other, uh, what's the opposite argument to that? There's something going on. It's definitely more than me. Well, yeah, we,
0: we, we all know something's going on, and then we all know that there's the other side of this. You know, Vince, I was at the um, the Truth Tour this last weekend. Yeah. Right? I spoke there Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I had about 30 minutes to speak. Um, I, I went over my time, and I could, pr- could have probably spoke for another four or five hours on the topic I was talking about. I was talking about the uh, the great calendar, the processional cycle, and where we're kind of at, and where we're headed, and why we're there. And what, what has been prophesized and stuff like that. Yes. But, but more importantly about this event, uh, you know, right now, everybody in the world is feeling that there's something happening. We're on the cusp of some great transition, not only on, like, the planet, but also mm. for mind and consciousness and for who we are as spiritual beings. Yeah. You feel it. I feel it. We all feel it. And everywhere I go and all these people I meet, they're all saying the same exact thing, that they all feel it. They all notice it. They're all recognizing it. And, you know, it's not necessarily a thing that we need to be scared of. I talk about this a lot, is that when a system is transitioning from one point of optimization to a new point of optimization, then you go through a process of chaos. And that's simply where we are today is we're in this chaos in between this transition to the new system. And the globalists, the elitists, whoever this evil is, they want to they control that chaos to implement their own system when we come out of this transition. And unfortunately, there's no way they can win because I think there's just way too many people globally awake.
1: I hope you're right. And uh, I, for one, certainly am not giving up on my little community. Because <clears throat> that's where it all matters wow i agree 100 i oh if you're spot on on this one i mean you've been spot on more than once in the past then uh that's amazing what a what an interesting world we live in man
0: it absolutely is it absolutely is
1: yeah we've got quite a bit more news you want to start uh yeah let's jump into it all right let's see we went through uh the financial collapse. And today we spec we're speculating. It could be really, really bad. It could be that black Swan event. And maybe it was, maybe it started, but it's a small or a slow collapse. Right. But, uh, silver and gold just popped like crazy. I wanted to mention that silver went up almost 10% for the day. So we'll keep our eye on all this financial stuff, but moving on. Trump has been going on, on a nice little tirade today. We like to see that. Trump endorsed Bolsonaro of Brazil. Did you see this, Josh?
0: I I did see this, yep.
1: Pretty phenomenal. Pretty big thing. Just, you know, Trump's endorsements go a long way. Actually, I have a video here uh, from Bolsonaro thanking Trump. And I'm not going to play that. We're going to keep moving on to the rest of the Trump stuff, actually. So another thing. Did you hear about Trump's new lawsuit? seeking $475 million in damages uh, from CNN defamation I case. did.
0: He, he filed this defamation suit against CNN. Yeah. And uh, this is a big boom because we knew it was coming at some point in time. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, this puts the, the evidence and the rhetoric on trial, which is good.
1: Yeah, I'd love to read his statement that he put out earlier today. October 3rd, 2022 statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the United States of America. He said it says a lawsuit filed today against CNN, the once prestigious, prestigious news channel that has devolved into a purveyor of disinformation, defamation and fake news at a level which the American public and indeed the world will not even believe is possible. For years, I have watched this take place, often in disbelief, but the time has finally come to hold CNN responsible and legally accountable for their willful deception and defamatory statements about both about me and both directly and indirectly, my strong, devoted and patriotic supporters, people who love the United States of America, but have been treated very unfairly at so many levels. The big lie that they constantly refer to is actually the big lie in reverse. They know that and it will be proven in court. In the coming weeks and months, we will also be filing lawsuits against other against a large number of other fake news media companies and for their lies, defamation and wrongdoing, including as it pertains to the big lie that they use so often in reference to their disinformation attack on president on presidential election of 2020. Likewise, we may bring appropriate action against the unselect committee of January 6th, because notwithstanding overwhelming evidence, they refused to investigate the massive presidential election fraud which took place, but only investigated and harass, only investigate and harass the people and patriots who complained and asked questions about it. The rigging and stealing of our presidential election was perhaps the crime of the century. And look at what's happening to our court country now. Lastly, he says, the unselect committee has refused to acknowledge at. Uh, uh, as was done by the Biden Inspector General at the Department of Defense and others, that days ahead of the January sixth of January sixth, I recommended the authorization and authorized thousands of troops to be deployed to ensure that there was peace, safety, and security at the Capitol and throughout the country. That offer of National Guard was rejected by the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and Mayor Bowser of Washington, DC. The law requires the law requires their request and they failed to make one. And in turn, failed the country. I am proud to file today's lawsuit in order to begin the process of standing up to fake news and the mainstream media. Wow. The big lie.
0: That's it. Now, I wish he would have filed this lawsuit a month ago. Right. But uh, I think that he knows the timing is everything and Mm -hmm. that this could bring about a lot of uh, a lot of turbulence coming into the midterm
1: elections. Yeah, and it brings a lot of truth to the forefront because they're going to have to defend themselves in court.
0: That's right, as well as the discovery session when Trump basically (laughs) lays it on them. Um, I mean, this this could literally be, you know, Trump proving the 2020 election was was stolen in court in a defamation case.
1: Yeah, certainly going to build towards that, it seems like, because it's the truth, it's possible, and it, he's he's hinting towards that. So I'm extremely excited for this to see how it unfolds into more lawsuits even. If,
0: I agree and I can't wait to see how this all turns out. We dude. have the, uh, the, yeah. the Deschenko trial starting next Tuesday, which is going to, Cash Patel was talking about this yesterday, saying that you haven't seen nothing yet. You just wait. Things are coming, and, and trust me, it's going to get good. The best is yet to come.
1: Oh, thank God. I hope I hope so, man, because, man, I have been let down in the past quite a few times, and it's time because things are getting really close to uh, too many false flag potentials and wars and it's scary stuff, man. I saw some new... it, it is
0: scary stuff, <laughs> but it's also exciting at the same time, Vince, mm-hmm. because we're, we're standing in an opportunity yeah. right now. To, to reconfigure the world towards the perspective, towards the design of the people of the world. And we know that the people of the world do not want this totalitarian-controlled, draconian, socio-communist state that is being organized by the globalists. This is a very, very small percentage of deranged people who actually believe or want this. But instead, we have this opportunity to bring about this, uh, this, this, this world that we've always sought, this world of peace, of freedom, of sovereignty, of, of technological progress that takes us you know, to Mars and outside of the solar yeah. system. And, and this could be a reality within a decade very easily with countries of the world, scientific communities of the world working together for the progression of humanity. And this is what I've been working for and you've been working for and everybody wants to see happening. Is people of the planet working together towards a common interest. And I kind of think, you know, someone said to this this to me um, last night. What's that? And, and he's probably in the chat. We all know him. Mm-hmm. But we were talking a little bit last night. He said, you know, it, it sounds almost like they're trying to bring about nuclear war. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, unfortunately for them, the aliens in the past, and we, we know people who have been there who witnessed this. Have shut down the missile silos. Yeah. The aliens don't want nuclear war and won't let nuclear bombs go off, which means that none of the nukes work. Hmm. Right? You remember the U.S. was testing their nukes a few months ago and they wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. There we go. Cancel this. Test. This is a telltale sign that the aliens will shut this down. Now, what if? What if this whole World War Three plot and nuclear rhetoric was to bring the aliens out of hiding?
1: Man. <laughs> Maybe, dude.
0: It's a possibility.
1: Oh my gosh. That's wild. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope they would stop something like that from happening again.
0: Well, and, and the reason I say that is because if we look at the, the radical liberals, mm-hmm. we know they've been kept out of the loop of all these special access, high-level technology programs. That's why Hillary Clinton yeah. had to steal it. And give it to China so they can get all this technology out. Yeah, it, you know Bill Clinton, John Podesta—they wanted to the, the, the get into these projects. They couldn't get there, so they looked at a civilian release of this information, and that's where To the Stars Academy and all these types of things came from. Is basically, um, you know, the the left trying to get this information out of the special access programs and, and the secret space program or whatnot to try to get it publicly so they can try to control the technology. And so I think that they might be promulgating this nuclear war because they know that whatever this extraterrestrial um, Mm. observation is of this planet, they won't allow nuclear war to happen, which means that it would be a public event, people would see it, and then the truth would finally come out.
1: That would be... That would be fascinating. That would be like the ultimate false flag red pill moment.
0: It, it absolutely would.
1: Hmm. Oh, that'll be the day, man. Holy smokes. I'm just imagining what that might look like. Wow. Fascinating here. Let's see. Wow. Thanks for the interesting perspective there. Um, dude. Dude. Elon Musk was uh, being very political today. He's an interesting character in all this. Did you catch any of this happening?
0: I caught a little bit. I know that the Russian um, foreign security minister told Elon Musk to fuck (laughs) off, I think.
1: It was the... uh, This guy... uh, Hold on, I have it here. So Elon Musk is putting out these polls. I'll get to that in a second. He says, polls about... Uh, how Russia and Ukraine should be handled and the Donbass and Crimea. He said this exactly. Let's try this. Um, The will of the people who live on the Donbass and Crimea should decide whether they're part of Russia or Ukraine. Yes or no. And he got 1.5 million votes. And he got some replies. Like you said. One from the Ukrainian diplomat and international lawyer... Uh, Andrej Melinik, who came in and said, The only outcome is that now no Ukrainian will ever buy your effing Tesla crap. So good luck to you, Elon Musk. F off, is my very diplomatic reply to you. Yep. So it's Ukraine, my bad. Yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, can you believe this? This is a diplomat that's completely unhinged and just seems like, to me, a radical, crazy person. Because Elon is saying. Uh, you know should it Let be the, people the people vote Yeah Well and the
0: people did vote That's what the referendum vote was last week mm-hmm, but- Is the people of those regions voted 95% Yeah To join Russia and, yeah. and Vladimir Putin I don't know if you saw Vladimir Putin's speech from Friday on this
1: Yeah I have it I think
0: Oh it's, it's long It's 30 minutes long
1: Yeah, I have some I listen to
0: most of it, but he's calling out the satanic cabal, (laughs) the
1: Western New World Order. Absolutely is. Putin exposes the truth about evil, satanic Western leaders who pillage the world and destroy human freedom. It's pretty wild, man. Um, One good article, Natural News did a good one where they pulled out several good quotes. And, you know, I listen to Putin talk, and I'm not a russian sympathizer i'm not you know i i try to take a space on the fence and figure out the truth and by looking at russia news and us news from the left and from the right and listening to our politicians speak and listening to other politicians speak including putin and zelensky putin's pretty spot on i think man and it's kind of weird to say that and you know 10 years ago i would have been like No, no, Putin's terrible, man. Oh, my gosh. But it really seems like there's more than meets the eye here. Um, Yeah,
0: I I agree. It's as if Putin, um, you know, he realizes the severity of the situation globally. Yeah. And that he seeks to be the world, the global savior, or at least the savior of Russia. Yeah. And uh, I, I honestly think that's the truth, is that he doesn't want his power base fucked with. And they're fucking with it. And so he's going to make the moves to save Russia um, as much as possible. Another interesting thing, too, in that speech. Yeah. Is if you listen to Putin, he says our history spans thousands of years. Really? He does. And he He says specifically in there is Russia's history spans thousands
1: of years. Well, that's really extremely interesting. (laughs) That was... Tartary, Tartaria, and all this, and even parts of uh, well, they say the Mongol Empire was was covered in parts of Russia as well. Just uh, not even not even that long ago. You're talking
0: well. I mean, you had the Byzantine, less... the Ottoman Empire in the fall, and then you know modern Russia kind of formed out of all of that. And but thousands of years. That's that's interesting because he says specifically in there our history spans thousands of years and we're not basically he says we're not going to let these globalists ruin
1: that yeah and he uh i have a quote here that talks about globalists he says that uh western countries has one western countries have been saying for centuries that they bring freedom and democracy to other nat- nations nothing could be farther from the truth instead of bringing democracy they suppressed and exploited and instead of giving freedom they enslaved and oppressed. The, unipo- the unipolar world is inherently anti-democratic and unfree. It is false and un- yep. un- uh, it is false and hy- hypocritical through and through. Note that when the Western leaders claim to be promoting democracy, they actually mean rigged elections and one-world uh, government.
0: He's spot on. He's one hundred percent correct.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Antichrist civilization. He mentions. It's really interesting that he brings this into it. He brings this whole this is like this is evil. This is biblical. Biblical words, you know what I mean? It's fascinating to me.
0: Well, you got to remember Russia is a a Christian orthodox um, um country. Yeah. I mean, they are a massively Christian country. Big time. And, and so you know, just because he's a world leader and he's probably killed a lot of people to stay in power.
1: Sure. Of <clears> course. You know, doesn't
0: mean he doesn't care about his country. It doesn't mean that he won't fight for his country to the death because he will.
1: Absolutely, man. And when this all blows over, who knows? Maybe we'll be in conflict with Russia again over something. Maybe they get hell bent on taking over the world one day. But I think right now there is sort of this coalition of people or individuals, or groups, that just want peace.
0: Let's yep, I have, agree.
1: Let's just have peace and prosperity and go from there. And that's that's I think that's kind of ideally what will happen.
0: I think most nations just want to retain their sovereignty and move on in the global community doing what they're doing. And then I think that there's the Western nations, because Europe is on the brink of failure. Um, you know, the United States is on the brink of collapse. That yeah. there's these westernized nations that see that their their game, their Ponzi scheme, is up and they need to transition to a new Ponzi scheme, and so they rather take the whole world down with them.
1: Yeah, Hillary Clinton, right? Crazy lady. Yeah. Um on on the whole Russia Nord Stream fiasco that we were talking on at the, the beginning. Did you yeah. see that the former a former Pentagon advisor said that the U.S. almost certainly did this?
0: This is facts, right?
1: Oops. I'm not sure his name. Let me check this real quick. I believe there's a video. Oops.
0: Yeah, this is the one that I sent you earlier. Um, go If it's a video that I'm thinking of, go ahead and pull it up and play it.
1: Yeah. Um, let me see here. Colonel Douglas McGregor made a made the revealing comment during an interview with the with the Judging Freedom podcast. McGregor McGregor said Germany can be ruled out as the culprit because they are dependent on the Nord Stream for their security energy, while it has also served no benefit for Russia to have sabotaged its own infrastructure. It's just uh uh there's a whole quote of interview. I don't have the video here. Okay. But um well, it's interesting that do you have
0: that video that I I, I sent you earlier?
1: Uh yeah.
0: Play That one right now. That one it really
1: draws it home. I'll need a second here. Remember the title of it. I think I threw it in here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Professor. Professor Sachs on Bloomberg says, okay, let's just watch this. I hope the audio is okay. We'll recap afterwards.
2: The destruction of uh, the Nord Stream pipeline, which I. I would bet was a U.S. action, perhaps U.S. and, and Poland. Uh, this is uh, right, Jeff, speculation. Jeff, we got to stop there. That's, a, that's a quite a statement as well. Why do you feel Absolutely. that that was a U.S. action? What evidence do you have of that? Well, first of all, there's direct radar evidence that U.S. Uh, helicopters, military helicopters that are normally based in Gdansk uh, were uh, circling over this area. We also had the threats from the United States earlier in this year, that one way or another, we are going to end Nord Stream. We also have a remarkable statement by Secretary Blinken last Friday in a press conference that he says, this is also a tremendous opportunity. It's a strange way to, uh, sorry, it's a strange way to talk if you're worried about the piracy on international infrastructure of vital significance. So I know this runs counter to our narrative. It runs, you're not allowed to say these things uh, in in, uh, in the West, but the fact of the matter is all over the world, when I talk to people, they think the U.S. Okay. did it. And Professor, just to tell you, well, and, and by, by the way, even reporters on our papers that are involved tell me Privately, yeah, well, of course, but well, it doesn't show up in our, our media, Professor. I, I'm going to want to get into the tit for tat about what
0: did or didn't. How about them apples? Nope. And, and he says specifically, Is this goes against our narrative, and you can't say these things on your news. And this guy's a lefty, this guy's a lefty. That's it. They're waking up and they're understanding the roots of what's happening here. And the reason is, is because we're moving, we're inching towards World War III. There's only a few more, you know, earlier you were talking about the economy and we're talking about uh, credit suites and so forth. I said specifically, it's not going to be one major event. It's going to be multiple different small events. That are all going to culminate into a major black swan event, and this is what we're seeing right now. We're seeing all these small events play out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I kind of went over this on uh, morning coffee, maybe with you as well on the daily dose. But we're in this. We're in this right now. People are waiting for something. If you look at the big picture, I think when historic historically, when historians go back and talk about what we're going through, this great awakening, they're going to say that it began. Before today, and we are in it now. This collapse began before today, and we're in it now. Is it going to get much worse? Are other things going to happen? Yes. Um, are things also going to potentially get much better afterwards? Yes. But we're in it, man. I, I really we'll make it that. through this,
0: man. We'll we'll make it through this. We will survive. Oh yeah, that's, the only, <clears throat> that's right. My goal. Yeah. Right. Right. Is it, you know that's what I was told many years ago. When I was visited by, uh, I guess what I'd call an angel, is it gave me what we would call the keys of Solomon. It gave me the secrets of Solomon, and it told me what was going to happen. And it told me, you know, to share this information, get this information out of there, and survive.
1: Survive. All right. That's my plan. So good. I'm on the right track. Phenomenal, man. (laughs) Right. Wow. All right. Let's see what else we've got. How's here. everybody doing out there? Dude, they're doing great. The chat's going. We got uh, battle of the streams commencing. Awesome. Yeah. Much
0: appreciated for everybody out there and for everybody out there, you know, if you want to help support the red pill project, the battle of the streams is a great way. The social red pill is another great way. Uh, we have a give, send go campaign, which Vince will put that link out there. As well as you can use our sponsors. If you guys use Mike Lindell, my pillow, use that promo code RPP. Um, If you guys want to go do business with Dr. Kirk Elliott, with your 401ks or IRAs. Silver's up 10% today. Okay, 10%. Getgoldtoday.com or you can give them a call, 720-605-3900. It's also scrolling in the bottom there below. You'll see that, uh, that banner come up. But those are great ways to help support everything we do here and help support alternative media. Because that's what this is about. It's about getting the truth out there, spreading the truth, and informing the people of what's really happening in the world um, besides the mainstream narrative, which is really their plan to take our way, our sovereignty, our freedom, our rights, and our liberties, and our constitution.
1: Absolutely, man. And without without these wonderful people, man, this would be very difficult. We don't have uh, big pharma to run ads and pay us millions of dollars to (laughs) push their narrative or these uh (laughs) crazy crazy things that others have so we really appreciate all of your support yeah
0: on all of our channels we have zero paid advertisers zero no paid advertisers that's it our our whole our whole system comes about because of you guys and your support out there and we have the utmost love and respect for all of you guys you guys are absolutely amazing for everything that you guys do so much appreciated to all of our subscribers if you're not subscribed Hit that subscribe or that follow button. Also hit that like button, that plus button or whatever. Those are always free, and they do help us.
1: Heck yeah. All right. Wonderful people. Wonderful Red Pill family. And just so you guys know, after the show, we we do have that Zoom going on. I'll be there tonight for a little while just to say hello and chat. I won't be on till about midnight Eastern time, but I will be there. If you want to come, I might jump
0: in if I have reception.
1: All right, dude. Can't wait. Cool. So yeah, come in there. You get there through socialredpill.com. It's free to join. Check it out. If you're not there, check it out. socialredpill.com. Anyway, let's see what else we have here. Um, Japan said that North Korea, uh, North Korea uh, fired a missile earlier today, and it flew over Japan and landed in the ocean. Japan even alerted their whole country that this was happening yep. and to take shelter and uh, insider paper said that it was an unidentified ballistic missile according to South Korea and Japan's meeting on this they're discussing it and South Korea said that they're gonna they're going to um, you know respond I forget their exact verbiage but basically they're going to respond appropriately. And so there's a little bit of tension happening over there. Um, We have Australia and Japan vowing to work together against China. Oh, how about that? Another part of this alliance growing or and the U.S. U.S., Australia and Japan vow to work together. Well,
0: and, and that's exactly the narrative that I've been saying <laughs> since November of 2020. Is that China is no longer playing the globalist game, and I got you know I got heavily mm-hmm. criticized within the the truth movement, our movement, when I came out and said that China is no longer playing with the new world order with the globalists, and yeah. people, heavily disagree with me on this, and I gave them all my points of evidence. Now they're all saying the same thing I'm saying. <laughs>
1: Oh the yeah, um, you know, that's the truth is like that, isn't it? it? Even no matter who you're talking to, and I think the reason why you ha- uh, that reaction was was obtained by uh, from so many people is, I think there are factions of China, and I do think obviously that the deep state is has cooperation from some Chinese people, but I think it's a oh, split hydra yep. situation here.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, is that there is multiple factions within the CCP, and some of them are globalists, some of them are anti-globalists, um, and then there's Xi Jinping, who I think just plays both sides, but whatever is beneficial to him and his country and his power.
1: Absolutely. So uh, with more of this World War III stuff, or these uh, moves by all these countries across the chessboard, Putin deploys the world's largest submarine with apocalypse drone capabilities. They call it. Oh, so he's de- he's deployed his his navy um, as well. And that's as... right. It, Go ahead.
0: Oh no, that's what I was gonna say. Is that this this is a warning sign? Okay, that Putin is not messing around, and that you know Russia's military is not the um, the post-Soviet military that we thought it was, who was selling off all their nuclear weapons and their armaments across, across the globe to the highest bidder, okay? Mm-hmm. Putin has strategically rebuilt Russia's military. Mm-hmm. It might not be the biggest, it might not have the largest, but he has highly sophisticated weapons, including space-based weapons,
1: and okay? The tsunami machine here, the Belgorod You could create tsunamis as well?
0: Yeah, tsunamis. You're talking about weather manipulation. You're talking about space warfare. Mm -hmm. You're talking about highly advanced weaponry. When Vladimir Putin said in his speech last week that we have advanced nuclear-capable weapons, okay? Yeah. He said that they were more advanced than the U.S. And this comes upon his current knowledge of intelligence, And when he says this, what we're talking about is we're talking about directed energy weapons, guys.
1: Mm -hmm. And Trump said similar stuff. We have weapons that you guys don't even know. We can't even imagine or whatever, right?
0: That's right. And with a directed energy weapon, you got to remember who started directed energy weapons. That was Russia back in the 50s and the 60s. Hmm.
1: So are you hinting at they could be more advanced? Having gone Uh, into the research.
0: I'm hinting at is that we don't want war with Russia. I promise you.
1: Mm -hmm. Certainly. Yeah, we certainly want peace around the world between all countries, man. Um, It's sad that so many lives have already been lost for this war for the globalists. Essentially, it's disgusting, despicable and just sad. I will say it is in
0: multiple different ways. Yep. For
1: the globalists, or whatever, the weird aliens, or whatever, the freaks, the 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 evil ones, whatever it is. Uh, onward here. Um, they all, a Russian nuclear military train has also been spotted on the move. So they're moving. There's a lot of movement happening in Russia with their military. Not surprising there. Yeah. I'm sure we'll start seeing this elsewhere as well, as we always do, Canada, U.S., wherever. Um, Well,
0: yeah, James Grunvig, actually, he landed in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh on his way to New York City. And he sent me a Mm -hmm. picture. Um, Charlotte Airport is an international guard hub, Um, but he said one by one, Six C 130s all landed in concession right next to each other.
1: Six. And wow. so that's a big move.
0: Six C 130. Yeah, that's a big move.
1: Hmm.
0: And um, that, that's typically troop movements, equipment movements, heavy, mo- uh, heavy equipment movements mm-hmm. uh, moving into that area. Um, <laughs> you, you get C 130s coming into those Air National Guard depots all the time, but sure. six of them all at the same time landing, something is going on. That is a, an indication that something possibly could be going on.
1: Yeah, I would say that's atypical. I watched the airports around here in Washington State and that would be a rare event. Yes. Um, So we also have the U.S. coming out and according to the New York Times uh, the U.S. is said to plan uh, new limits on China's AI and supercomputing firms. So I think this is Pointing towards a economic war or a technology war as well, Josh, wouldn't you say? Um. Yeah. Well, you know what is we have no business
0: pointing technological limits on any country. Hmm.
1: Period. Mm-hmm. We, we we don't. I think this probably could be connected to Taiwan and semiconductors and stuff, right?
0: It, 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 there's a very good possibility. Um, I think what the USC sees is that they're behind the curve because they have all exported all their development of silicon chips, yeah. of microchips. And they, they, Joe Biden just uh, signed the executive order back in August, the Chips Act, yep. which brings all that manufacturing, innovation and production back to the United States. And the United States would only do something like this if they felt they were behind the curve mm-hmm. and they wanted the rest of the world to slow down until they can get caught up.
1: Oh, man. Very interesting. And I have a video here from Twitter. Carrie Lake. Military-aged men in camouflage charging over our border by the thousands. In any other country or in any other time, this would be considered an invasion.
0: It is an invasion.
1: Absolutely. And here's just, I'm showing them a man full. He's wearing full camo uh just rappelling down the wall and then running away using his phone um it's yeah he's a uh, male in his 20s maybe early 30s here's more
0: it, yep and, and this is what phil haney warned us about is the open borders is where all these terrorists 18 the 35 year old men are coming over they are either cartel members, they're militia members, they're trained in, um, you know, African nation mil- militant camps produced by China. They're coming in wow. through Venezuela. They're coming in. They're coming over across the United States through the Mexico border. Yeah, and they're they're congregating in liberal cities in these safe zones, just waiting for the point in time to attack.
1: Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, Google has discontinued Google Translate in mainland China
0: Well that's interesting
1: very interesting NTd.com reported it Google has discontinued its Google Translate service services removing one of the company's few remaining services that it had provided in a country where most Western social media platforms are blocked. It mm-hmm. just doesn't it just blocks it now so it's a very interesting move I would imagine it's political in nature i don't know though it's just kind of something that we see happening right now but we could i guess we could try to assume right
0: right and and this could just be that you know the majority of the chinese i think they are bilingual but they probably utilize google translate Mm -hmm. to translate into uh you know their news into other parts of information especially english
1: yeah and
0: uh You know, it's a a mechanism of propaganda that the United States can use against their people.
1: Mm -hmm. In 2017, Google made its translation service available on on the mainland via a Chinese domain as it explored ways to offer services to the Chinese market. Its Google Translate service competed with other popular homegrown translation alternatives provided by Chinese technology firms, including Baidu and SoGao. Well, so at least they have something, but uh, it's an interesting move. I'm not sure how impactful that will be, but nonetheless, let's see what else we got here. Hurricane Ian, what was is uh, people are still dealing with this, and uh, thoughts and prayers for anybody out there dealing with this. Uh, we have some Red Pill family members who are getting through probably one of the most difficult times in their lives, and I don't know if everybody realizes what has happened, but her Hurricane Ian. Takes out fertilizer production for North America, the power grid, and wire, and causes wide widespread supply chain damage as well. The biggest thing in here is the fertilizer production. Josh, have you heard have you heard anything on this?
0: Nope. Explain to me, please.
1: All right. Let me read a little bit about here. Let me jump to fertilizer. The Mosaic Company in Central Florida provides 50% of the granulated phosphate fertilizer used by North American farmers, according to its online data sheet. I'll say that again. The Mosaic Company in Central Florida provides 50% of the granulated phosphate fertilizer used by North American farmers. The company also provides 12% of the global supply for granulated phosphate fertilizer. This means Hurricane Ian just made the global fertilizer shortage far worse than what it was already, even after the fertilizer shortages caused by natural gas shutdowns in Europe and the recent sabotage explosion of the Nord Stream pipelines. Expect even more food scarcity and price inflation in 2023 and beyond, with high prices and crop scarcity to persist for many years to come. We hope that mosaic. Well, do
0: we do we got do we got indication that mosaic was wiped out and that they're inoperable?
1: Let's look. Let's look for the exact. Yeah, I think they're wiped out and inoperable. Let me wow. try to validate this. But that's I. This is the I've heard this uh, mosaic. This is kind of my understanding of it. Yeah. So let's see. The mosaic company announces Hurricane Ivan impacts. Um, wow. They were negative they announced today, uh t- yeah, today. October third, twenty twenty two, from Mosaic Investors. Um They announced today that North American phosphates was negatively impacted by damage caused by Hurricane Ian. Significant flooding and high winds were experienced throughout Central Florida during the storm, and this caused modest damage to our facilities and to supporting infrastructure. As a result, Early assessments indicate phosphate production could be down by approximately 200,000 to 250,000 tons, split roughly wow. evenly between the third and fourth quarters of 2022. Repairs are expected to be completed over the next 1 to 2 weeks. It's good news. In addition to production impacts, the timing of shipments was also affected by the storm. Phosphate sales and volume Phosphate sales volumes in the third quarter are now expected um to to total okay they're just going through their numbers now but yeah I guess it's not completely destroyed and down for long term but it affects uh it puts a kink in the or I don't know what what I'm saying it's uh another thing contributing to this food shortage and food production issue Yep, Supply absolutely chain. it is yeah
0: absolutely it is every so day that's, counts. that's a Yep. And this storm itself, I think we can all agree that it's most likely geoengineered. The timing of it was impeccable, happening at the same time as the sabotage of the Nord Stream 1 and 2 oh. pipeline, which completely oh, yeah. was eliminated Great. from the mainstream media.
1: Oh, yeah. Because Dude.
0: of Hurricane Ian.
1: Dude, I didn't even put two and two together. <laughs> it's funny how that seems to always happen.
0: Exactly. Incredibly funny how that seems to happen.
1: My God um Lee county um yeah there's hun- there's been hundreds of fatalities and it's absolutely absolutely terrible whole whole I don't know if you saw any pictures from the hurricane Josh but entire community is just completely underwater and it's completely yeah I have seen some of these videos things are just it, going it to is it.
0: incredibly devastating and um they weren't expecting that much of a, of a surge. Yeah. Um, and and this has devastated, ruined people's lives and homes. And uh, our hearts and prayers go out with the people of Florida who are going over this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and also remember, is a week before this, Donald Trump retweeted the meme: "The storm is coming." Yeah. Right. Talking yeah. to the deep state, and a week later, in a season where we've had relatively no hurricanes or tropical storms, which is unheard of, one of the most massive storms in the last decade hits Florida right by Mar-a-Lago. I think that's quite interesting.
1: Wow. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we don't believe in coincidences, so it is extremely interesting.
0: Um, Sarasota and Mar-a-Lago's on the other side, which was definitely hit, but probably not as severe, but absolutely, I think there's a warning sign across the bow to DeSantis, to Trump, uh, that they control the weather.
1: Certainly. That's not far fetched to me at all. Well, Josh, that's about all we have for tonight, dude. Thanks for the conversation and your input and all that and for letting me kind of take the wheel here as you travel. I'm glad you're able to do the shows, man. You're extremely dedicated. Most people, I think, would just call in, not literally, but be like, ah, i take the night off. But I appreciate your dedication yeah. and your input every day here on all these things as we go through this. Uh, real quick, though. Well, Vince, you know, yeah, good. Oh, go go Vince. I was going to jump to battle of the streams, but if you want to finish that thought first, that's fine.
0: Yeah, All I was going to say is that we're we're living in a very strange, unusual, dangerous time, and that the the information, the news, is so critically important that we have to get it out there, and that you know I I feel that I have a very good pulse of what is happening. And, uh, you know, I don't want to miss a moment. I don't want to miss a moment of talking to the Red Pill community and everybody who listened to this podcast uh, in this radio show or whatever it might be. Um, I think that they deserve to be informed because they've been dedicated with us for so long or maybe they're new listeners. And I just feel obligated to to share this information with them of the perspective of what we see is going on of our interpretation of the narrative because tomorrow the whole world could be turned upside down mm-hmm. and at least the people of our community would be prepared and knowing what's happening. So that's why I do this, Benson. So much appreciated to everybody out there for listening.
1: Absolutely, man. We appreciate all of your sacrifices and everything day by day. And, uh, it's a wonderful thing. Wonderful thing. The Red Bull Project's doing. So let's jump into battle of the streams. You guys are absolutely wild today. Thank you so much. McDav gifted a ship and he says, thank you for your dedication. Thank you, McDav. Grismo Seven donated lemons. McDav donated a phone. Huge donations, you guys. Thank you, McDav. McDav came in with the shades. He said, "Red Pill, good." I don't know the context there, but thank you, McDav. Vader three six nine with a ship. Red Pill Project, keep doing what you all do. We appreciate your work. Salute. Uh, thank you so much, Vader. McDav get to the can and a ship again. You guys, thank you so much. It's huge. Patriotic Pisces, five lemons. Yep. Thank you, Patriotic Pisces. Allie D, two ice cream, McDav with a phone. Truth spreaders. That's right. Uh, Nat Hendy donated 600 gold pills. Thank you so much, Nat. DNA Air Force vet ice cream. Thank you so much, man. Good to see you. Lucille donated. Uh-oh. No, um, oh, Luc- Lucille Annucci followed. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to uh, the Daily Dose. Red Pill Project here. RPG donated one lemon. McDav gifted shades. Deselt with two diamonds. Patriotic Pisces with ice creams, and Izzy O with lemons. You guys, wow, awesome! Thank you so much, um, Pilled. You guys take the cake tonight, but you guys are all so very much appreciated. Thank you so much. And Josh, do you want to uh, leave the people with anything uh, in closing here for the night? Um, Yeah, guys,
0: listen, I mean, the the world's changing, as I was talking about, and uh, we're going to keep you updated as much as we can on what's happening. And and from our perspective of the the unfolding global conspiracy and the narrative that's uh, that's coming about, and uh, just keep on paying attention to the narratives, be ready and prepared for anything and everything. And don't forget to get out and vote in November, because if we overwhelm that vote, there is absolutely no way statistically that they can cheat, but much love. Much appreciated for everybody's support out there. God bless you guys. You take care. Um, send prayers out to the, everybody in California or in Florida affected by the hurricane. Oh, yeah. And I hope you guys have a great night. Take care.
1: Thank you, Josh. Take care.